Astro Nation, welcome to season two of It's All in the Roses, a podcast where two astrology enthusiasts break down all the loving, fighting, and rose giving of the franchise. This week, we're breaking down episode three of Peter's Bachelor season. I'm Susie. And I'm Kristen, and it's time to look toward the stars. everyone welcome back to another episode of it's all in the roses (laughs) (laughs) it's a tuesday we're in a tuesday mood it's a tuesday but very monday like because Mm. yesterday was a holiday so i feel like i'm in a monday or i had off yesterday yeah i worked yesterday (laughs) (laughs) Long weekend, what? (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Before we get started, just very quick, um, social media check-ins. You can follow us on Twitter at It's All Roses or on Instagram at It's All in the Roses. And you can email us anything you'd like. Our email is itsallintheroses at gmail.com. If you've been liking our episodes and liking our recaps of Pilot Pete's season, Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you can leave reviews. Kristen and I are not astrology experts. We are mere enthusiasts. And the book we often reference in our episodes is called The Only Astrology Book You'll Ever Need. That's by Joanna Martine Wolfolk. Any readings we do on contestants are based on their sun signs only unless otherwise stated. Now we're going to go right into our Virgo and Gemini moves of the week. Kristen, what's been going on? Yes. Well, (laughs) I feel like I've been feeling like a Virgo lately because Virgos get in their head about themselves and about the state of the world a lot. And I feel like that every news story that's broken in 2020 and all... 21 days of it so far has just either been horrible or sad or makes me think that society is just a garbage can of everything and i've just felt very in my head about it i feel like there's no good news oh yeah i feel like in that is the case increasingly so um, have you done anything to try to take your mind off off it? Well, I don't usually actively seek it out. It's more right. in the morning before I leave for work. I have the Today Show on in the background and just all of the headlines are just like what you expect. Impeachment, fires, Harry and Meghan. Right. And then it's all just like, oh, Aww. this is all horrible and sad and I don't like it. No, totally. And it's like the sadder or the more horrible a story is, like the more easily it's incorporated into small talk. And it's like, I'm going to start my day off chatting away about Harry and Meghan. My coworker the other day was like, Seuss, what's going on with Harry and Meghan? I feel like you would be very in tune with that. (laughs) And I'm like, gosh, they just read me so well. I mean, it's um, getting better, you know. I feel like they're in a good space, but I just really, really hate the racist angle that the press continues to have with them. I know, dude. I'm with you on that. Um, 
wishing them the best. Mm-hmm. Can't wait for them to get here. Oh, Canada. Oh, is it Canada? They're in Canada. Canada where they're moving? Yeah, they're in Canada Why? right now. Well, she lived there when she filmed Suits, and Canada is a Commonwealth country, so oh, it's still associated okay. with the UK that way. Whatevs, have fun. <laughs> have fun in Canada. <laughs> I don't know. I could have seen them in, like, Rhode Island or something. Rhode Island. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so, what about you? How are you feeling as a gem lately? I, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling pretty gemmy to be honest. Um, not in a bad way. I'd like to um, refer, for my gem move of the week, I'd like to refer to the Refinery29 weekly horoscopes that I really like. I started checking these maybe like two or three years ago because Refinery29 does the like Snapchat stories. Mm-hmm. So it's easy to just like click into them every week. But I find them quite detailed. You know, for like a Refinery29 or like a Cosmo type thing. I think that's yeah. pretty solid. Um, honestly, I haven't been checking them that much lately, but I, I, I'm trying to get back on it. And I liked this week's. For Gemini, it says, um, It's time for you to take a step in the right direction. Ruling Mercury conjoins with wellness-minded Pluto on Sunday, helping you fulfill your personal goals. Take care of your body and mind during this powerful transit. And I feel like I have been on such a wellness grind lately. Like, yeah, you have. Nutrition wise. Mm-hmm. And I've been stick, like killing it with my Pilates. Um, and then today, actually, I just had like my final intro session with my trainer. So now I've like signed on to do like three more months with her. And I'm really excited to see how that goes and then finally i started meditating again last week with headspace oh. the app and i yes, feel like good things it's such honestly it's such an awesome app and they do like a really good kind of um like a 10-day introductory course type mm-hmm. thing the meditation and i feel like it's coming easier to me than it ever has in my life So I'm like really excited about it. I think I'll really be able to get into it this time. Yeah. What does Headspace, what kind of meditation does it lead? Um, just, just kind of, well, they have like specific ones that are like meditation to like fall asleep or like if you're really anxious or meditation for happiness. They have one I'm looking at one right now that says walking at home. Like, it's interesting. Switching off. That one sounds good. Maybe mm. I'll do that one later. A brief switching off visual- visualization. But I've, I've only been doing, like, the basics. And they're really cool. They'll, like, teach you kind of... It teaches you, like, the positions you should be in. And there are, like, these little, like, 30-second videos that are, like, picture your mind as, like, a balloon type thing. And it works. Mm-hmm. I'll have to try it. I've heard good things about Headspace, and I feel like I could probably do with some meditation every now and then. Yeah. It's all about the mindfulness, KP. Mm. My, everyone's got to get on their mindfulness grind, too. Alright, those were our Virgo and Gem moves of the week. <laughs> now moving on to our breakdown of week three of Pilot Pete's Bachelor season. You started kissing all 
So we begin this episode where we left off with Champagne Gate. Little confrontation between Hannah Ann and Kelsey. Um, Hannah Ann is still very adamant about her being innocent in this her, in this whole scenario. Like, why would she steal champagne? She would never do anything like that to someone. And we're getting like pans of the rest of the women being over it, as we all are. Yeah. Um, Kelsey then brings it all back to bullying and like how serious of an accusation it was for Hannah to call her a bully. Um, and she says, quote, using unkind words to you, I apologize for that, but that is not bullying. Um, yeah. I see her Kelsey point. Says, I agree. Yeah. I, I genuinely don't think Kelsey was bullying her. No. Like, Hannah, Hannah kind of did her wrong. Obviously, she's gonna like people get upset and they could be mean to you, but it's not necessarily bullying. It's just like very reactive. Yes, and we're gonna go into that active reactive. Okay, so again, here with Hannah and Kelsey, we have a Taurus Aries pairing. A Taurus is a fixed sign, and um, we've talked in our previous season about. Horus is being resistant to change and everyone on Paradise and all that. Um, we kind of see that here with Hannah. She's, even if she may be in the wrong, she's still very um, much focused on playing the innocent card and all that. Kelsey mm -hmm. is an Aries, which is a masculine sign, and they're active rather than receptive. Um, and we really see that here in Kelsey taking control of the situation and like continuing to. Um, Bring up different sides of this argument with Hannah and how did this end? Are we over this? I think it just kind of ended again. Something that is a trend in this season so far is that you get to know someone really, really quickly and then they kind of disappear and then you get to know someone else really, really quickly. They fade and it just seems like it's wonky editing. Something's off about it. It's just moving very quickly. And no one is really coming across that well. I think Madison is really the one that's gotten the most True. favorable edit so far. Uh -huh. You know, Kelly, this episode, she kind of warmed up to me a little bit more. You know, Madison yes, and Kelly. <laughs> that's about I, it. I really liked Kelly this episode for like the yeah. five minutes we saw her. Mm -hmm. Like, I felt bad for saying all that stuff about her episode one. But, um, yeah, I mean, we, like, we've literally only seen five minutes of them since episode one. Yes. And also, I think because we have so many women with the same sign this year and those are the women getting screen time, it feels like we're talking a lot about the same types of personalities. Same dynamics. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so let's get into some more, uh, Virgo vibes Ooh. <laughs> with, uh, our first one-on-one -on -one of this episode, which is, um, Peter and Victoria, which Victoria is? P. One? Victoria P. So, um, I like Victoria P. I think, uh, 
she gave off very good first impression night one. I feel like not everyone shares that opinion, but I really liked her. So I was excited for this date. Um, So Peter takes Victoria to kind of like his hometown, which is literally like 10 minutes from the mansion. And he's really excited about the date. He's like, this is something I do with my friends all the time. I'm really excited to bring Victoria here. Like, this is going to be a great window into how she may fit into my world, blah, blah, blah. And he's, like, showing her around the neighborhood. It was just weird to think that they were, like, 15 minutes from the Bachelor Mansion, you know? I feel like, his dates yeah. have been so strange. Too much of a connection to home too early on. Yeah, that's very true. Right? I don't know how I feel about that. I do. I've seen it said in interviews with Peter's parents that the whole um, Peter and his brother still living with them yes it plays into them being pilots and having certain schedules but it's also mm. according to his mom an influence of her Cuban culture where it's very common for children to stay at home with their parents for much longer so I just think it's interesting how with The Bachelor they're really amping up the Cuban angle where it was barely mentioned on The Bachelorette. I literally, like, Peter is Latino. What? 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 I never would have thought I would be describing him this way, but yeah, it is mm. such. It, it, yeah, I'm trying to think of the right word for it. Like, it's just a bit excessive. Like, we mm. get it. You're Cuban. You're half Cuban, but like. And you really love your parents. <laughs> <laughs> and they really love each other. Yeah, it's just interesting because I feel like all the things he brings up, like, heritage-wise, are, like, things I would never, like, like, I'm Mexican, so I get that whole, like, yeah, you can live with your parents until you're, like, 40, and it's fine. But it's something I would never brag about. Yeah. You know, and I feel like he's, not that he's, like, bragging about it or anything, he just seems like so comfortable too comfortable yeah with all i i see family. that mm-hmm. and, and now i feel bad i'm like am i coming off as not family oriented no Honestly, i also I don't get it I'm... from that perspective because i think also regionally for both mm-hmm. of us it's just very common to stay with your parents a lot longer after college than people in other areas might just because it's so expensive otherwise <laughs> Yeah, And it's only just now we're, what, three years out of college this year? Oh, and it's only just now so. that <laughs> people that I know from home and people from the Westchester area from college are really beginning to move out and find places on their own. It's only now that people feel stabilized enough to do that. So, yeah. But Peter does feel more comfortable in that than I think he and not that I think he should, but feels more comfortable than you would think a 28-year-old guy would feel. Yeah, being at home. yeah. And very comfortable, like, sharing those details. It's, it's just interesting. Mm-hmm. So now that I'm looking back on this episode and wondering why they were in a truck and he was in a, like, plaid shirt, I'm like, okay, <laughs> I get it now because he takes Victoria to like a cowboy cowgirl gear shop and they buy hats 
and cowboy boots and then he takes her line dancing which he says it's something he does with his friends all the time and honestly like we shit on peter last week for being a horrible dancer but like he's really good at line dancing but also everyone can be good at line dancing true right yeah um all in all very wholesome day it was honestly cute to watch because peter was so thrilled the entire time like he was having such a good time and he said that um he he was so comfortable with victoria because he was feeling the things he wanted to feel by becoming the bachelor which was really like cute yeah he seemed very excited this episode um, and then, of course, they had, like, a little din-din after, and things got serious. Um, when Victoria starts opening up about her family, and if you remember from night one, she had the whole package. Um, I think it was, like, her and her sister and her mother in the kitchen. They were baking mm-hmm. cookies. Um, so I just really thought about that during this. And she talks about how she w- very much became a caretaker for her sister when she lost lost her dad and her mom began to struggle with um addiction um so like all she's ever wanted was a happy life and while victoria was explaining this to peter she mentioned that she didn't feel like she deserved this which i interpreted as the general happiness of the occasion of this date and she obviously has very legitimate reasons for believing that about aspects of her life but I feel like it's also a very Virgo quality to kind of have that mentality. Virgos are so used to taking care of others and keeping up with everyone that I believe it's so easy to not see the great parts of yourself and not believe you deserve something as much as you would think your friends do. So I think I can really understand her mindset with some of these things obviously i can't relate to the more extreme part of her experiences but the mentality behind it i do get stop that's so devastating to hear kp never feel that way i know we're deserving of things i know it's just a very virgo thing just virgo vibes (laughs) just (laughs) virgo vibes virgo vibes (laughs) (laughs) um what i loved about her sharing her stories that it very much was her just sharing her experience like you could tell she didn't like she wasn't looking for any pity or anything like that and um later or i guess we can start talking about it now um peter and victoria are a leo virgo pairing and one thing that really draws a leo to virgos is their intellectualism and she just comes off so like eloquent and yeah i don't know like very very intellectual which yeah i don't I think i got that i've like, had some intellectual combos with leos <laughs> just saying yeah you know I'm, this is a pairing i've researched quite a bit i'm just saying it it maybe she didn't come off that way that much on night one but after mm-hmm. this conversation i was like wow like, I, I can see them leveling on that um, aspect. So it was cool. Then, then Peter, yeah, and then Peter just kind of echoes all of that. And it's like, yeah, this shows me what kind of person you are. He's into it. He's liking it. 
And then Peter starts talking about how he talked to God. And again, it was like a moment of, okay, okay, Peter, (laughs) you've never mentioned like a God or religion ever before, which I think was interesting to point out because last season there was so much talk about religion and your beliefs and it was never brought up in terms of Peter. I kind of wonder well, his mom's Cuban. I believe they said yeah. his dad was German last mm-hmm. season when they did like the weird mm-hmm. prayer chant thing at dinner. So I wonder Correct. with those cultures, I wonder if he's Catholic, which isn't as much about like, oh, I love Jesus, da 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 da, as some of the Southern religions are, like we saw with Luke P. Yeah, I'm sure he is Catholic. Yeah. But it was like okay i'm not gonna lie i did kind of like it it was Mm -hmm. cute but just out of the blue so yeah pete said that he asked god to watch over his future wife and then he saw a shooting star cute yeah i kind of dug it there's something really Uh, moving about thinking that your husband's out there and you just you know you want to think oh i hope he's okay until we find our way to each other Kristen, shut up. I'm getting way too emotional right now. Yeah, it's so sweet, isn't it? I, know. I think about I know. that all the time. Stop. I don't want to start thinking about that <laughs> because I'm going to die alone. But no, that is also like the sweetest. Note, yeah, I was also wondering was Peter flying when he wished this? Like, was he literally in the stars when he saw the <laughs> you shooting star? an idiot. I can't <laughs> deal with you. <laughs> I was like, how could Peter be flying? But yeah, literally flying a plane. Yeah. (laughs) I I feel like I would like it better if he was on the ground. That's true. Yeah. Maybe he was in his airfield that he loves so much, just chilling on the wing of his little plane. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, we kind of dug it. We, We like spiritual men. It's chill. Um. So then we're, we're ending this date off with um, Victoria saying that I literally, I think, I think she said it, this may be the first one of the season that she's starting to fall in love with Peter, even though, even though at the beginning of this episode, right before she went on the date, she distinctly said, I think they spent like a minute talking about how she is 100% in the crush stage with Peter mm. and she was like really excited to be around him and everything but she really emphasized being or, or only seeing him as a crush and now okay we had a day long day and now you're starting to fall in love with him I call what? BS I call BS yeah, man. this is not my Virgo Virgos <laughs> would never move that quickly every Virgo that we talked about on Paradise this summer had issues committing to a serious relationship and talk themselves all around their feelings so I feel like this is a little producer driven for Victoria especially seeing as she was talking about being in the crush stage I agree it honestly came so out of the blue and I wanted to include it here because I I genuinely like believed the sincerity of her say and I feel like people also don't really say that on the bachelor like you know obviously you're there and you're like open to the opportunity of like connecting with the person but no one's ever really like oh yeah I I'm like giddy around him like he's mm. my crush kind of thing you yeah, know that's true it you 
they don't really ever talk about feelings i kind of want to say unless they're like oh i'm starting to fall for him i could see a future and she was like he's my crush it's fun it's exciting kind of thing yeah which Um, is also a very virgo mentality just because i feel like most virgos don't excel that much in the bachelor setting just because Mm. they really take their time with these things so i believe victoria when she says it's a crush i don't believe her when she says starting to fall in love unless who knows everyone's interpretation of falling in love is different so no i agree with you too and i also want to point to um down here in our leo virgo pairing virgos are practical and prudent while a leo um is known for being extravagant. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, N- I'm not buying this in love stuff. And now, moving on to the second half of the episode, the Alea oh. versus Sydney battle. So, Alea, who was the, the whole woman hour that brought, and a half. Yeah, basically. Alea, who's the woman that brought the letter from her grandma Rose on night one was portrayed as putting on a bit of an act when the cameras were around. She told the woman while dressed in a pilot's cap that I initially (laughs) thought she was dressed as a pirate. I don't know why, (laughs) but then I was like, oh, it's a pilot. That makes sense. She said, quote, basically everybody sees me and thinks because of the pageants I do that I'm this sweet little elegant proper thing. Bro, I get nasty. I mean, I'm very good at putting on a face when I need to. Dude, honestly, so I liked Alea night one because I said she came in with a really good move mm-hmm. with that, um, with the card and, you know, yeah. it keeps Pete wondering and she's mysterious and all that. But then when this whole conflict started up, I was like, she's sneaky. She knows how to play the game. We got a lot of sneaky ones this year. Yeah. Yeah. And Sydney sensed to sneak. And she sensed that something was off about Alea. And this timed out with the group date when Demi Burnett from last season of The Bachelor Demi. arrived at the mansion and woke up the women on the group date with a pillow fight and bags of lingerie. Or as Kiara said, <laughs> lingerie. That was honestly ridiculous. I've never heard that pronunciation. <laughs> That's just a I mean, word that you know, right? Oh, yeah. 100 I, I even was thinking about it after and i was like how did i know to pronounce lingerie lingerie because it is I spelled like, ling- yeah lingerie. it is i feel like it's just a girl it's thing just, like maybe it's mentioned so many times in what we watch that I know. you just pick you up on it know that you should know yeah. that it's pronounced lingerie True, and then there's, like, Victoria's Secret commercials. I feel like they say lingerie, don't they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just a word that you know, just by also, being a human. What is, um, what is Sydney's whole story? Because I feel like she just came out of nowhere, too. She is the one from Alabama with the white mother and African-American uh, and Dominican uh, okay, okay, I remember now. Yes. So Demi took these women on the group date to a saloon for an extreme pillow fight in the wrestling ring. And the final two in this competition were Sydney and Alea. And to win, Alea basically sat on Sydney. Yeah, and Sydney was like really mad about it, but honestly, 
anything goes. Like, I would have sat on you too if that meant I won. There were True. no rules. But this is also why I don't like the physical group dates. Oh, me either. I hate what it. What are you proving by showing that you can beat up a girl to win a pillow fight? I hated it. And also, Tammy, Tammy, the like high school wrestler, mm-hmm. wasn't in the final two. BS. Mm. Producers yeah, I, know what's going on. I like the way the group date started off. Demi and like honestly it just felt like sorority type shit and I feel like I really would have excelled in a sorority (laughs) so I was like excited by it and then and then they went to that saloon and then did you see what um Jason Tardik tweeted no what he said about him he was like I'm pretty sure the saloon uh where they had the pillow fight is the same one where we were on a Rachel season Rachel season? On no, Becca. On Becca season. Was Kenny on Becca season? No, Kenny was no. on Rachel's season. But I think, okay. oh, I think he did come back for a group date, though. He might have come back for a wrestling date. Yeah, he said something about Kenny, like, pounding some people in the mud. Yeah. And I, I think it was the same saloon. Like, ex- it, they looked exactly the same. Probably, yeah. And Sydney wasn't pleased about being beaten. She said, people like Alea just win in this world. Alea is the type of girl that puts on the pretty little princess facade and flaunts herself in front of the camera as an absolute orchestrated show. There's hmm. a lot of emphasis this season on girls winning and putting on princess yeah. acts. It's very hmm. specific wording for very specific women. There's Alea, yeah. Hannah Anna's gotten this a lot. And they're both the type, Alea's a pageant girl, Hannah Ann's a model. They're kind of these types that have been not vilified in the Bachelor world, but just definitely set up as these types of people that are seeking internet fame rather than just going on The Bachelor for the experience. Yeah, I mean, it's hard nowadays, the influencer world. Mm -hmm. You never know. True. And Peter was digging Alea's positive energy, but Sydney was still calling BS. And she was asking Alea about if she really works, what is her pageant past like? And Alea admitted that being in pageants has shown her not to offend anybody when she's saying things. And she said, if I don't want to answer a question, I know how to answer without answering. Those things are easy for me. And that was basically Sydney's pass to go for telling on Peter, basically. She interpreted that as being fake and being able to put on an act. And after kind of confronting Alea about it, not really getting much of a response, she warned Peter about Alea seeming different in front of the cameras, which prompted Peter's worry about falling for someone fake. Yeah, his biggest worry... Yes, he's very sensitive about it after seeing Hannah fall for Jed last season. And after getting this suspicion from Sydney, he brought up the conversation with the entire group, which I don't remember a Bachelor ever doing as directly as Peter did. It was awkward. But again, we've talked about Peter being like stepping up as a leader. You know, That's true. Leo's taking that initiative. So I loved it. Yeah, I get why people would see 
that it was a lot, but I appreciated it just because one of my biggest things with The Bachelor is that I don't think the lead is very active in the Mm. group discussions and issues like this. So I appreciate Peter finally taking a stance and finally kind of punishing girls for coming across as sketchy. Yeah. And I think it's it's like telling, too, that he's very... um, perceptive to like different opinions too mm, you know like yeah. he's heard from sydney but he's like okay i don't just want to hear from you like if anyone else has something to say please share it you know mm-hmm. and we see more of that at the pool party later but i think it's pretty cool yes he asked sydney about the issue in front of the group wanting to squash it and sydney awkwardly admitted that she believes that alaya puts on a little bit for the imagery of things. <laughs> and Alea tried to ask the group how they felt. She got silence. Peter was like, okay, guys, just be cool. Be real. If you're doing this for the cameras, I do not have time for that. And Peter gave Sydney the group date rose. But that didn't stop Alea from asking Sydney why she felt the need to say anything. And Sydney said, I feel like you give reactions. Your reactions are a little bit much. <laughs> Honestly, this whole, like, um, that whole portion of the date gave me so much anxiety because I'm so, like, not confrontational. Mm. I couldn't imagine if yeah. he, like, put me on the spot like that. I would have, I don't know what I would have done. True. And speaking of the Alea sydney dynamic, Alea is an Aries. No, Sydney is the Aries. Alea is a Leo. And the Aries, as we said, it's a masculine sign, meaning it's more active than receptive. So Sydney is going to be the one that brings up an issue and tackles it head on. We've seen that with a lot with the Aries this year. Again, there's a lot of them. So I feel like maybe that's just a coincidence that we've seen so much from them. Maybe it's their personality at work. With the Aries? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, with Alea and Sydney, what an, another thing with the the Aries Leo pairing is that they're both like very confident signs. You know, they got the big ego, so it very much is a power dynamic between the two of them. Mm-hmm. And I think we see it consistently in like I think Alea's maybe like a little more. I don't want to say attacking, but it kind of comes off as a little more attacking, but Sydney like doesn't back down and also in her own way is trying to be like the bigger dog, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And our book also mentioned that with an Aries Leo pairing, neither should take the other too seriously because that's when they're going to clash. And I think that's kind of what's happening here. (laughs) Sydney is expecting Alea to lay out all her cards and explain who she is and Alea clearly isn't going to do that and she's expecting Sydney to just lay off yeah, and back Sydney off. isn't going to do that so we love it we don't <laughs> we don't at and all again just... speaking of Aries Leo that's exactly what Sydney and Peter are so they seem to be vibing well. Peter, again, vibing well with the Aries, seeing as we haven't seen much else. <laughs> they are physically compatible, <laughs> but there can be a power battle in the relationship. And the aggressive Aries wouldn't dream of taking second place. 
That's funny. Um, I really, my favorite part of uh, the Sydney Peter moments we saw this episode were at the beginning of the pool party where he pulled her aside. And it, it almost felt like, like they weren't even in the Bachelor scenario, you know, or situation. It genuinely felt like just two friends. And Sydney was like, you know what, Peter, you need to figure it, this out for yourself. Like, I can tell mm -hmm. you this, this, and that, but you need to go out in the field and, like, do your own research and all this stuff. I was like, wow. I am thinking back to when we talk about signs who are in a relationship but they very much are more so friends kind of they come off more as friends yeah than, like, lovers and I saw a little bit of that there mm, and, but I, I feel like it. it was also such a good balance of that power dynamic mm -hmm. it was and something that I also picked up on between Sydney and Peter was that Peter was very reluctant to go fully in this direction that Sydney was pulling him in. And our mm -hmm. book said that the Leo is not as willing as the Aries to abandon a plan. Obviously, we saw on night one that Peter really clicked with Alea. So yeah. I think he's still going by that first impression and is really reluctant to leave it behind. Yeah. I don't necessarily relate because I feel like my first impressions are usually pretty accurate as to how the person is. First impressions are everything, bro. Mm -hmm. I feel like I have a very good judge of character within an hour or two of knowing someone. I would agree. Yeah. Cool. And then Alea Peter is a Leo Leo pairing. Again, we see the same um, power dynamic between the two. Uh, there is a great quote in our book that Leo, a Leo Leo pair would make grand lovers and interesting rivals. Mm. I love that. It's, also public it would image. be an enemies to lovers. Romance yeah. novel. <laughs> also public image is very important to them, which of course is like the whole uh, at the core of this conflict. So yeah. Um, that was that. And then... And Instead of a cocktail party this week, there is a pool party. And once again, this Alea Sydney feud continued. And the only difference in this was that several other women became involved in the fiasco. And they hinted to Peter that mm -hmm. Alea was actually different in front of the cameras. And Alea took Peter aside to talk this out, saying, A relationship is nothing without trust. And I felt like last night you didn't trust me. And she claimed to be a horrid liar. Those were her exact words. And Peter believed her, despite flags that were still kind of going off in the back of his mind. And there's a Leo quality to struggle in believing ill of others, which I can see of Peter. You know, I think he, again, is yeah, very oh reliant God. on a first impression and very reluctant to lose that idea of someone, especially in this process. Our book also mentioned that Leos have a way of standing out in a crowd, but they're very sensitive and they hide it underneath all of that confidence. And I think that is a Peter quality, but I think he also doesn't hide his sensitivity. Again, I think we have his dad to thank for that. He really doesn't mm -hmm. hide any emotions that I think other bachelors might try to cover up. No, it, it's like, 
like his entire strength that's his charm i think it's the reason why he's the bachelor you know mm, yeah it's saving grace mm-hmm. and oh, we love it we, we love it yes and the pool party closed off with victoria p telling peter of her pageant past with alaya Victoria P. is a former Miss Louisiana USA, and she told Peter that she met Alea at a competition. She had spent about three hours total with her, and when they were preparing to go onto The Bachelor, Alea asked Victoria not to tell producers that they knew each other. And Victoria didn't really think much of it at the time, but now it didn't seem right to her to lie, so she told Peter. Peter asked Alea about it. Alea claimed that she did this so that they wouldn't get disqualified, which, if you know anything about the show, especially in recent <laughs> years, the show embraces people knowing each other beforehand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this was not going to get anybody They love in those kind of connections. Yeah. I mean, we got Tia Raven, even though it was like different seasons. But yeah. Hannah, Hannah Ann and Hannah. Yep, yep. So, so Peter well, still yeah. wasn't really buying it, but still very reluctant to tell her flat out goodbye, pack your bags, which led us into the rose ceremony where Alea felt that there was a good chance she would be sent home. And the rose ceremony proceeded as normal until the last two roses were available. And Peter walked off telling Chris Harrison that he was feeling off. He didn't know what to do. And he didn't want to regret his decision. And the two men went back into the rose ceremony room. And Chris told the women that there was a change. And he took away one of the two roses. I love it. I love the drama of it. And... Poor little McKenna practically mm. wetting herself with nerves about not <laughs> getting a rose. Telling cameras, I have so much to give and so much to offer. And again, it just came across to me as so much of saying what you have to say to get screen time. Very I did not buy it. it. I yep. was like, McKenna, you were 22. Go to grad school. Go to Greece. <laughs> just Greece. be 22 somewhere. That isn't there. Yeah, it was very uncalled for. I was so over it. And, and ultimately, what? she didn't have to worry. There you go. There you go. Jasmine, Alea, Alexa, and Sarah didn't receive roses. McKenna got the last one. Shocker. And um, Alea was disappointed. She didn't get a chance to prove Peter differently. Telling cameras, I guess I'll always wonder if that rose Chris took away was for me. I feel like it probably was. Probably. But yeah, that was a great little uh, closing line. Ooh, Alea with that mystery. All the way to the end. There you go. We still yeah. don't really know what her deal was. And <laughs> like at all. As the rose, no. And as the rose ceremony wrapped up, we got a shot of Peter talking with a producer in a dark hallway <laughs> saying, I think I just gave in to listening to everyone else. He, he doesn't feel good about this decision. And he doesn't know if sending Alea home was the right thing to do. And as we saw in the preview for next time, they head out to Cleveland, 
I think it was. Yeah, there, yeah, there's like, somewhere. And um, like okay, and Alea returns on a group date that has thirteen women on it, and as she tells cameras in that promo, I'm here to get the record straight about what was said about me. Damn. So homegirl's not even back for Peter. She's just back to a. Uh... To protect her character, as they that say. That public image. The Leo Bro. public image. I really... I thought this episode was going to end with Peter, like, chasing her, you know, outside <laughs> of the mansion kind of thing. It was just... It was crazy to see him all, like, shook up like that. Just because we've talked so much about how he's been such a decision maker this season, and he's really, like, stepped up as a leader, and this was kind of the first moment where we saw him completely be like yeah I just don't I don't know what to do I don't have answers for myself or for the yeah it, it was just unsettling true I liked and it very real very raw yes if there's anything that we can praise Peter for it's giving us some realness when the rest of <laughs> the contestants <laughs> have leave something <laughs> lacking and that's yeah that's what we'll say about that for now you know we have a lot of thoughts we have a lot of thoughts and you'll hear more of those thoughts in our episode next week until then bye, bye.